0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com.
1: Hello,
0: everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode. Um, flashy. Flashy and new. Flashy and new. Flashy and new of the panel discussion. Your home for comic book and pop culture talk every single week right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host. And uh looks like Porcupine Jones for not another crack bender. Man, um, he loves that crack cocaine. He loves that crack cocaine. He will not be, um, He will not be here today. But of course... William Smith, Schmitty for short, is here. He's here. I'm here. You're here every week. Bringing the news. You're the
1: workhorse, man.
2: I am holding the fort down, waving that flag. (laughs) I don't know what flag it is, but it's flurling in the wind. (laughs) Flapping, if you will.
0: Bless your soul. I don't know what we do without you, man. I I don't know either.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not to pat my own back, I'm going to bury Horowitz myself (laughs) (laughs) quick.
0: You have the spirit of a primal oh, warpath. Oh boy, inside of I you. I wouldn't go that far.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Play, roll with it, man. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody. Uh, light week in comic book pop culture stuff, but uh, today at uh, we are recording on May the fourth. Happy Star Wars Day! Yes. Did you see the fucking uh, lightsaber? The lightsaber. The lightsaber. Disney.
2: Those gosh darn Imagineers have made a lightsaber, a working lightsaber. Now, they said at, like, the Disney investor thing that that one was shown to the investors, but there wasn't any footage of it. It was just rumored. Oh. So today they released, like, a 20-second clip of this girl dressed up like Ray, and she turns around, and she's got this lightsaber handle, and she hits the button, and it Telescopes up. Really? And it lights. So it's basically what I've been told is I guess it's like the same technology as a tape measure. Where like it's a tape measure that extends up that has like LED lights on it. Oh, and, and I see. that's how it telescopes really? and retracts. Yeah. But the only thing like that the lightsaber handle itself looks bulky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like I don't know if it's because she was a smaller woman so it just looked large in her <laughs> petite hands. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. So but either way, like it it looked massive. Like the the hilt of the saber looked pretty big. But I mean That's cool that they're thinking of it. Yeah. I know people
0: have been trying to invent an actual like light saber over yeah. the last like so, for probably fifteen years at this yeah, point.
2: I mean it's not gonna cut anything. No. It's not gonna like do any of that stuff. It's just there there for show. But I guess like the the characters in Galaxy's Edge are going to be uh, using them in the parks. I don't know if they're going to be for sale to the public or if they're just going to be props that they use for the characters in the park. Uh, and then they also announced that they're they're building a uh, Star Wars-themed hotel oh. in Florida, and it should be open in 2022.
0: Oh, that, that's soon, huh? Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to be like the rest of the Disney theme parks and all, uh, or Disney resorts?
2: Yeah. That's so cool. So,
0: Oh, God. I'm yeah. never going to get to stay there.
2: Oh, I can only imagine what it's going to cost. It's going to be
0: cost the the wait times to get in there.
2: Yeah, like we just we just booked a trip for like my entire extended family, like my wife, my three kids, my sister, brother in law, their two kids, my mom and dad. Yeah, and my parents like they want to pay for it. Like my mom was like, I want to do this before I can anymore. One week, and like we're booking it, and my wife's like, you better call your mom and just like. Let her know because <laughs> it's like eighteen thousand dollars. Oh
0: god! For a week for how many people? For
2: eleven people. So I mean, eighteen thousand.
0: Got... Which yeah. one?
2: Uh, we're staying at in in Florida, and it, we're staying at the um, Art of Animation Resort.
0: Oh, uh, Yeah, I know art. I was we. W- I stayed there at Art of Animation. I think like a year or so after it opened up. We did the finding. That's the Finding Nemo. They yeah. have the Finding Nemo one. Yeah, they do. We did that one.
2: We stayed there the last time we went back in and It is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's really nice, yeah. The, I, I think like the it, most because it, it has, like, the, the lake. Yes. With a little track around it, so I can still get, like, early morning runs in. Right. Before I lose my, insani- my, my insanity <laughs> in the park, so. No,
0: it, yeah, I did enjoy the art of animation. We did, yeah, I think we did, like, a week or two. Yeah, it was a week there, and we did a week in, like, a condo somewhere, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that was nice. We we usually do like the, the all-star. Well, yeah, not we, usually the yeah. all-star resorts. What we we did when we first started. Yeah, it, and I know those are a little bit. I think a little bit better yeah, priced. Yeah, those are out. like the value ones. The value ones. Yeah, yeah. we've done. We would at all-star sports. I would not do again.
2: Yeah, that was the first one I did. It was sports. We stayed at all-star movies, uh, and then we stayed at Pop Century, which is like the hotel that's across from our. Love animation. Pop Century. Yeah, I've stayed cool
0: there one. the most. Yeah, that's a cool. We stayed there the most. So. Port Orleans is cool. You ever do Port Orleans?
2: No, I've never done that.
0: So. It's a little different. They don't do the bus. I don't think they do the bus to a lot of the parks. It's okay. a ferry ride.
2: Really? Oh yeah, the the boat. We've taken the boat before to get to like Downtown Disney. Oh yeah, and I think we took it once to get from like Epcot to uh, Hollywood. Right. We have the the ferry boat that takes you that or way. Actually, I
0: don't know if it's just. I think they do have some buses, but yeah, ferry gets you to like Magic Kingdom, Epcot. Yeah. Some of the big ones. I always thought that was a pretty cool thing. I yeah. miss Disney World. I can't wait to go. I do. We're
2: going October. Cannot wait. Oh, that's
0: a good time of year to go, too. Yeah. We always go on, like, Easter time. One year, I went during middle of summertime. I was just like, yeah, Yeah. Summertime's bad. I've Tour I've, groups, man.
2: I've never gone in the summer, to be honest with it's you. I've, when hot. I was little, we went around Christmas. And then I've always gone September, October time frame. Yeah. And then we went once in January. So those are the only times i I'd I've like been. to
0: go during that. Yeah, summertime is bad. They get the tour groups, they're yeah. just, just just trouble. The only
2: problem is when you go in like downtimes, that's when they repair the rides. So oh, a lot of times okay. like you'll go and like one or two rides will be just closed mm. down for the entire time you're there.
0: Yeah, I can't win, unfortunately, I guess. But, but. Um, that is exciting. Did they announce like any like anything for the Star Wars hotel? Have they
2: announced? uh it just I don't know what theme it's going to be. They gave it a name. I, it's escaping me right now. But it seems like it's almost I, I have from from the artwork I saw, I unfortunately feel like it's gonna be like a canto bite theme like casino. Oh. So no. I, no. I hope not.
0: No. George, why did you sell it to him? Well Look I think the, th- I think that's <laughs> why they they're use raping him. <laughs> 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 the they're so raping so it. <laughs> I mean, is that oh. the next step? Is that the next Disney and Mickey Mouse and, and well, Kathleen yeah. Kennedy are exactly. molesting George Lucas? Is it like
2: you can't molest the willing?
0: <laughs> he sold the soul of the damn devil.
2: He doesn't have anything to do with it, though. He's just like, OK, yeah, give me my money. Well, I
0: know, but he, he let this happen, right? He well, let this. they I mean, kind of duped him because they, they were like,
2: yeah, we'll take a look at these story treatments. And they just immediately put them in the bin. <laughs> as soon as he signed, they're like, and there, there and goes. And it's
0: gone. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, let you, this happen, and you, now they're, they're like, I'm excited at the fact that Star Wars is like finally getting some even bigger mainstream things, but it's like, yo, Disney's just
2: they got to do something to keep up with Harry Potter over at Universal. Yeah, that's, that's just, a good point. That's just killing it. So. I hope that they had would have learned their lesson from like the disaster that is Galaxy's Edge and how people feel like it's disjointed and it doesn't even feel like Star Wars. I haven't heard that. I, well, I
0: haven't heard any reviews. Well, so. it's,
2: it's not like it's not like the Harry Potter land where it's like oh, there's. Hogsmeade, there's...
0: Right, where it's a little organic. Yeah, okay. well, this you. is
2: like, hey, this is a totally different planet that we've never seen in the movies, but it's in the Star Wars. Like, uh, yeah, like, just make it tattooing. Yeah. Just, just shut up. But make yeah, it make t- it tattooing. That's like, the why, most popular why planet. Why wouldn't you do that?
0: Right. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid, stupid.
2: So I'm hoping the hotel's pretty cool. I'm sure it will be regardless, but... Yeah, but the lightsaber clip, that looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I'll have to go, go and find that. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> all the way around. Uh, Bad Batch was released today.
2: Yeah, full 70-minute episode Minutes. today.
0: I did not see the full episode. I watched a uh, a breakdown of it, but...
2: I watched it twice. You watched it twice? I did. I had, okay. I had some extra time did today. Did you pick
0: up anything that you missed the first time around?
2: I did. Like, the first time I watched it, I totally forgot that Kanan Jarrus's Padawan name was Caleb. So like I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I'm just like, when I rewatched it, I'm like, holy sh- wait, no, yeah, that's that's Canaan. Like yeah. the first time I watched him, like, I can't take this kid Padawan seriously because he's got such a deep voice. And then I'm like, when I'm watching the credits, I'm like, Freddie Prince Jr. Like, why was he in it? Like, who did he voice? And then I look it up. I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking Kanan Jaras is, is a Padawan. See, that's exciting. And then I forgot that. That yeah, his his Jedi master was Depop Billaba. Yeah. So yeah, totally, totally cool. But uh, I like negates the, yeah. some of the books, the comic books that they. I, I feel like the comic books now for Star Wars Don't are kind of like anything. how Marvel are. Like Marvel has their their universes. They got the universes. And Their comic. Correct. I feel like Star Wars got to be the same way because they keep writing themselves into a like they're not connected anymore at all.
0: No, it's it's it's. It's unfortunate, because you invested a lot of time in books and comics. Yeah, I yeah. know Micah has it's as actually, well.
2: It's actually making it easier that it's disjointed, because now it's just like, okay, like this is its own thing.
0: Yeah, but it's... I don't know.
2: It, it does get confusing, but... It, it's when, like that multiverse have, stuff well, that... You have a property that's been around since 77. Like It's going to get convoluted, because you've been making stuff since 77, whether it be comics or novels or yeah, video games and television shows now, so... Things are going to get kind of bogged down.
0: A little bit, but it's it's hard. I mean, you got to just siphon through some of it, but um, it's difficult. But, uh, you know, like I said, I did watch the breakdown. I love – I mean, we kind of knew that it was going to take place towards the end of the Clone Wars, I think. I didn't think – like, I thought we'd well, have a what era, time. What era did you think?
2: I thought of it – well, I thought it was going to be, like, right after Season 7 of Clone Wars, which it was. Like, I love that intro. It started with, like, the Clone Wars – logo, and then it, like, faded into the Bad Batch, and we had the awesome narration from uh, Admiral Yalaren's character, um, just like in the Clone Wars, and then, uh, yeah, like, I thought we were going to have a little time until 66, Order 66, but, like, no, they just fucking got right into that shit. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, it's cool, because we haven't seen, like how some of the clone troopers reacted to that. So that's the first time we're, we're seeing this. So it was cool to be like, see it through fresh eyes and be like, dude, what's going on? Why yeah. are we killing our, like, what 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 is this? Why are we doing this, yeah. right? And uh, with them being genetically modified, they didn't have the chips. But then, like, throughout the whole episode, you're not sure if the one character crosshair, if he does have the chip or if he doesn't. Because he, I thought that, I didn't see that coming. Like, that was cool to see one of the Bad Batch branch out and now he's going to just be what appears to be like one of the main lead villains of the series right so that was pretty cool
0: yeah i like this era that they're focused on because i mean there's been a lot of novelization that's obviously disregarded at this point you know the, the casual viewers the casual fans who enjoy the tv product they don't really know what happened Immediately after.
2: Yeah, and it's like the Clone Wars is such a vast thing. It's cool for it to get fleshed out. That's why, I mean, the, the Clone Wars show I felt started slow, but it friggin' when it got firing, it was firing. Right. Was really cool. Yeah. So that was great. Uh, I yeah, which seeing, they did end just last year, right? They officially yeah, yeah. They, they brought it season back. Seven. Yeah, there was season six uh, for what they finished. They put that on Netflix uh, for a while. Um, they're still up on Disney plus and then, yeah, season seven, they just kind of wrapped it up just to give you some finality with the Sokotano
0: probably to set this up, obviously. Yeah. That's, Cause that's... yeah,
2: they introduced the bad batch characters in season seven. So, right. but definitely super cool. Like I, I enjoyed it. It was cool seeing Saw Gerrera again. Uh, yep. that was cool to see kind of him looking the way he did more in the clone Wars show. Uh, you can kind of see him progressing into the Forrest Whitaker type character. Yeah,
0: I'm liking the. They've been using him a lot in a lot of. Well, in a, in a variety of different. Yeah. You know, ever since he showed up in uh, Rogue One. Yeah. They, he's been showing up in a lot of stuff. He was in that. Yeah. They he was put in, him that, in Rebels. Yep. Rebels. So uh, that.
2: Rebels was another show. Like when that got fired, that, and that was a really fallen, good
0: show. Uh, Jedi, Fallen Order. Oh, he's he in was, that too. He was in it too. Oh, cool. And in an appearance, they he, there's a there's a spot on uh, Kashyyyk, and he's there. Cool. Which is really neat. So, um, so yeah, they're using him a lot, th- that character a lot more, so it's always good to see, you know, those kind of entangled. But, yeah, th- this is a fun era. The transition period, I think, is the biggest question for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, we got to see, you know, the, the, the beginning of the end of the, the Camino cloning program.
2: Yeah, it was cool to see, like.
0: Which nobody knew when that ended.
2: Yeah, it was cool to see that there's a brief discussion between, like, the Camino cloners and, like, uh Grand, Amo- or Grand Moff Tarkin and he's just like well you know we don't we're just going to start recruiting an army yeah. it'll be far cheaper and they were like yeah but they're not going to be as proficient as our clones it doesn't matter we're the like we'll have super like in interesting his mind what his, if yeah, yeah in his mind he's like we have the de- we're going to be making the death star like right. we don't need foot soldiers
0: it's an interesting perspective though
2: it explains why there's such shitty shots
0: shitty shots <laughs> right you know if they continue down with the clone army the Empire's military is probably a little bit better. Oh, for sure. So it's a uh, yeah, it's a very interesting time period there, uh, but yeah, that transitional, that transitional period is is you know something that because uh, you know at watching A New Hope after watching the end of Revenge of the Sith, yeah, you're like oh wow, look at all these clone troopers are still around. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just identifying as stormtroopers now. Yeah, and now we really know you know everybody kind of knows that that's not the case yeah
2: they've they phased out the the clones and you got to think too they had advanced aging done in their dna so they're going to age quicker so they'd probably be gone by the time it was a new hope and that's when they started recruiting their their army for the stormtroopers so I thought that was kind of cool. It was nice to see uh, the, the the new character. Kind of jury's still out on the uh, Omega character. Yeah, the female clone who's joined the Bad Batch looks just like Palpatine. Oh, I did not make that connection. Interesting. Yeah, nobody. Um, interesting. I did not
0: think of that. Looks just the hair, same hairstyle as yeah, as, right, yeah. Palpatine. Yeah. pre. You Damn, know.
2: that's a good catch. So I didn't. I did not pick up on that. I was yeah. today's years old.
0: <laughs> you were 10 years old when you watched it. Yeah. Now you're going to have to watch it a third time. I know. And, I'm going to have to watch it again. It. Goddamn 70 so, minutes. Um, so that's definitely that's a uh, little interesting thing there. But um, So, yeah, Bad Batch doing very, very well. Hearing high regards from it. Obviously, you liked it very much. Micah, uh, excuse me, Porcupine Jones, uh, liked it very, very much. He was very disappointed he couldn't be here today uh, to talk about it. But But
2: we get another episode this Friday, so.
0: We do. Yes. We do. This
2: Friday. I don't know how many episodes are in this season. I don't think they've disclosed that, but uh, bring them on. Keep them coming. I'm curious to see if it's going to be like the original Clone Wars, where it was like 20-some-odd episodes per season, or if it's going to be something shorter, like 10 or 12 or 8. Probably probably the latter of the two with the 70-minute opener. You know? So that was surprising. (laughs) I was expecting like a 20-minute episode. 70 minutes of fun. (laughs) The animation, too, was just amazing. How good that animation is. 16 style. episodes. 16? Okay, that's 16. pretty good. 16, that's, that's a good size number. season. Yeah.
0: Very good size season. So um, that's good. So, yeah. So I think that's it for Star Wars stuff.
2: Uh, they did announce, uh, with it being May 4th, they did announce some uh, some toy releases. All very That good. look pretty cool. Um, basically, what they've kind of been focusing on is their vintage collection, which are three and three quarter inch figures. And they release them on like the vintage card backs from like, the 70s. Um, So they released uh, Arc Trooper Echo, but we're getting him from the Clone Wars. So that's Echo from the Bad Batch, but in his Clone Wars and his before he got all messed up and blown up. Uh, We're getting an off-world Jawa from the Mandalorian. We're getting a Death Star droid from the original Star Wars. We're getting Luke and Endor Gear from Jedi. We're getting a Tebow Ewok, um, which has already been released previously, but it was the fan vote winner for something to be. Tim Tebow Ewok? To be re-released, and then we're getting another Tuscan Raider. Can't never have too many of those. No. Um, and then for the Black Series, which are the six-inch figures, uh, they're doing a lot of gaming greats. So they're kind of dipping into the the video game aspect. Please. And the, the cool thing about those is they're GameStop exclusives. So it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Gamers. D- yeah. Hey. Hey. The
2: GameStop exclusives are actually pretty manageable to get.
0: They do a good job uh, keeping stock. They do. So fuck you, Target. Yes.
2: Targets awful, just awful, but they're getting, uh, they're making a flame trooper from the Jedi Fallen Order. They're making a knight brother warrior from the Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, then we're getting Are we getting Cal Cal Kestis. They already actually made him. Oh, they did. Yeah, they made him. He came out the same time around the release of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, they did. Yeah, they okay. did release him. Right, and they came with his know. little droid companion. Cool. Okay. So. Uh, and then uh, from the Bad Batch, where you are going to get an Omega figure, uh, a Shock Trooper Commander, um, a character uh, that we haven't yet met. His name's Vice Admiral Rampart. Um, he just kind of looks—he kind of looks like Biff Tannen if Biff Tannen was an <laughs> Imperial officer. That's I love basi- it. Yeah, that's basically what he kind of looks like. Nice flat top crew cut. Um, comes with a Mouse Droid. So those Is the is
0: the mouse droid uh, extra? Is the mouse droid extra is like NECA where you gotta pay seventy dollars no, for it? They, they, the the they're, they're
2: nice they're nice. They threw in <laughs> a, a yellow trench coat too It was great.
0: <laughs> Cowards. <laughs>
2: I know. So I know that, that stuff looks pretty cool. So and then hopefully we'll get more info on that lightsaber. Yeah. That'd be very good. Uh I did I don't know I know I've been singing his praises but uh Invincible yes. on Amazon that wrapped up last Friday uh so so it was the 8th episode oh, man you you got to get on that train It Yeah I got to find some time The ending <laughs> the ending was was basically what Superman versus Zod for Man of Steel would most likely be like Oh really Yeah like he's just the the um Minor spoilers, but the Omni-Man character is just battling his son, Invincible, and he's trying to get Invincible on his side, and he's just using him to kill countless people just by beating him, like, punches him, he goes flying through a building, that building falls, just like, the one, the one shot is amazing, like, he punches him so hard that he, when he hits the asphalt, he just continually keeps rolling because of perpetual momentum yeah, and he's like tearing up the street but is that, as he's tearing up the street he's killing thousands of people that are just in the street Oh, uh, okay. like cars overturning things f- flying everywhere uh, there's another awesome scene where he just like punches him down into a subway and then like there's a subway train coming at him and he just holds him so they're staying still but the subway car is they're like moving through the subway car and people are just exploding oh, just, holy shit
0: So it's very graphic. It's very graphic. Okay.
2: Totally worth a watch. Great season finale. And they announced last week before the uh, season finale episode that they did resign it for two more seasons. Oh, good. So it's going to keep coming back. I'm really on board with the Seth Rogen, um, his production company. Uh, I've really loved Preacher. Invincible is great. Um the boys they're responsible for uh and the next property that they're tackling is near and dear to my heart it's ninja turtles so i know they said they're doing a uh animated movie and they said they're very much keeping in tone with the teenage aspect so i'm really looking forward to seeing how that's done because they do a great job of handling like the family friendly stuff with the ultra violent stuff so not saying that that's what this turtles is going to be but uh, they do a great job of like honoring the tone of the properties that they develop so
0: that's good yeah no, yeah it seems to be a, a kind of a common theme across their stuff so no that is uh, that is very good stuff. I'm glad invincible turned out good. yeah um, did Mike ever start watching it? Did we ever talk yeah, about did. it? Yeah, Mike Mike got on the wagon. He did. Cuz yeah. he
2: and I were discussing cuz I thought it ended at season 7. I thought they ended it on a cliffhanger. Right. And then I told him like, "Oh no, no, there there you were right. There is one more episode that comes out and that came out on Friday last week." So it was really good. Highly highly recommended.
0: Yeah, if yet if you haven't yet either uh the, the books are really really good. And it sounds like they're taking a lot of there's kicking the storylines right out of the books and yeah. put them into the, yeah. uh, so. into the TV show. So they're very good, easy reads, and just fun.
2: And they've developed, like, they've introduced so many characters that they could just go so many different directions for the foreseeable seasons that are that are greenlit. So. Right. Uh, yeah, what did you think about that? Uh, the Marvel uh, teaser trailer for Phase 4 that we got? Pretty, uh,
0: very cool. Very cool, tugging I, on the heartstrings with old Stanley. There, they did. I, I, mean, it felt like they pieced it together, like it was a speech. Like they just took audio clippings. Oh yeah, it, definitely. It sounded like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a beautiful speech. If it if it was something that Stanley did, but it's something I never heard of before. Yeah, me neither. Unless but. he had some kind of goodbye message for people, like Who knows, just planned. Yeah. You, we 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 never will. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. It, was, it got me excited for Phase 4. I mean, obviously. We're getting a lot. I know. I'm su- We're getting very spoiled.
2: four four movies this year. We're getting four movies this year. Is it four? Shang yeah, Chi, we got. Eternals,
0: we got... Black Widow. And Spider-Man. Spider-Man this year? Yep. Oh, it, December. No,
2: Ven- No. No. Yeah, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home comes out December.
0: Are you serious? Yep.
2: December this year.
0: They're really rushing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, December this year. I thought
0: that was like next year. Nope. That's what I thought too. And we are getting Venom too. We have to keep that in mind. Uh, I mean, that's I know that's not that's not affiliated, but um, yeah, they like
2: like Black Widow comes out what June, June or July? Yeah, and then Eternals is um, September, and then um, what was oh no Shang Chi is September, Eternals is November, and Spider Man is going to be December. And then next year we got Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, yeah. There's four next year too. Thor: Love and Thunder, uh-huh. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which is a great title. Yeah, I'm lo- really looking forward to that one. Uh, curious too to see where they go.
0: Oh, I um, think everybody is. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, the the Marvels, that's gonna be yeah the, the
0: Marvels. The Miss Marvel. I seen uh, Kamala Khan's costume. They yep. had some looks picture great. releases. Looks yeah, great. comic accurate. Yeah, it looks awesome. As heck. So.
2: And then I think the fourth one next year is. What am i missing is it it might be guardians is it Gar- no yeah i think it might be guardians it might be guardians yeah. yeah so guardians 3 that one looks cool the volume 3 and it's got like the stereo bar logo it does look good yeah the, the logos they came out with were phenomenal but i'm i'm I'm. are you worried about oversaturation now or is this like, like oh because no, like no two no no uh next year is sorry dr strange okay which yeah, i'm excited guardians for guardians well. is 2020 20 is 2023, 2023. yeah
0: that's right. So are you worried about oversaturation at this point? And, and by that, like I, I like I think people as excited are as I am for the prospect of four Marvel movies. Um I thought three was like just right. Yeah, I think they're, they're definitely playing catch up. That's true too.
2: Yeah, they're definitely playing catch up. I think people are just so starved for entertainment right now. Yeah. And new entertainment that I think it'll be fine. So
0: Yeah, that I mean incorporated with the, the the, uh, obviously the Disney Plus shows, it, it's, it might come off as overwhelming. I just always worry about, you know, everybody wants more, 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 but um, when we get, start to get more things, you know what I mean? I always worry about that aspect.
2: Yeah, I mean, w- with all the new stuff, you're wondering about dip. I, I'm worrying about dip in quality, um, but I don't know. I think they're, they're going to be hitting different. I, I mean, there's uh, got to be something that maybe won't hit for everybody. You know? Right. But I feel like... Uh, there's gonna be enough there that you can enjoy the most of it. So, uh, I was really surprised by the Marvels. Like when I saw that, I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Like I thought it was <laughs> gonna be like something completely different. And I'm like, "Oh, it's the Captain Marvel sequel." Interesting. Right. Right. Um. So they I mean, I don't know if that's gonna come out before the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel show or after. I know they said uh, uh, Monica Rambeau's character is going to be in it too, which she was a Miss, she was a Captain Marvel. Back in the day. Yes, in the comics. Yeah. She, I think she, um,
0: yeah, she was like the second Earth. She was one of the originals. Yeah, so back yeah. in
2: like the 70s, I believe she was a Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that it's going to be a team-up movie. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's damage control, because they feel like Brie Larson maybe has upset quite a few people. But yeah. who knows?
0: I mean, I think her... Her... her those quotes were taken out of context yeah if you really look at them i think they were definitely taken out of context because you know movie critics suck <laughs> what the, the big w- no yeah no oh no you're, i know <laughs> i know where you're going they're terrible <laughs> they're terrible i mean the big name ones who tell you whether to like there's such a difference like you know all these movie critics oh star wars ni- <laughs> 8 is so good and like, the, the critic score was really good, and then the regular people score was, like, these fucking I, sucks.
2: I like Last Jedi as its own movie. But if yeah. I think of it in the grand scheme of the Star Wars universe, I hate it. It's poo-poo. Yeah. Like, if I I, I just watch it as its own thing, I like it. But once I start going, like, no, this has got to connect, that it's it's a square peg going into a round oh, yeah. hole. It just does we not fit. We
0: have bitched about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that so many times over the last two to three, yeah, is it two to three years, that we've done this. Oh yeah, it is a widely panned. Uh, I think everybody who has ever hosted this uh, this show, yeah, has complained about episode eight. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. So, uh, so yeah, we are getting a lot. It's go- it's always good to kind of it's good to have like an o- overload. Yeah, I do hate the downtime. I I am I am. I think th- I think that the
2: movies is going to be okay. I'm you I didn't even think about the shows until you brought it up, but like yeah, there's a lot of shows too. So, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be I mean, something almost yeah. every month cuz yeah. We're still getting Loki this year. What we I want to say Are we getting some We got to be getting some after Loki. The- I think they're doing that what if. Oh yeah. Um, the animated show. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of its own thing. So, but uh yeah, so we're getting Loki this year and then all those movies, the four movies which I think they're also differentiating them enough from one another. Like Shang-Chi looks completely fresh, which is refreshing. It looks totally different. Um, and Eternals, I'm still – they. I mean, they've released so little from that. Yeah. Kind of juries out. I'm not overly familiar with the characters. Oh, we had Hawkeye this year. Is that this year?
0: It says late 2021. There's no date on it. Gotcha. But, um, it so that could get pushed. Hawkeye but. and then Ms. Marvel.
2: Oh so Ms. Marvel should come out before the Marvels. Says on. late twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Sweet Jesus man. I know that's a lot of stuff. I love I I love it. They I need keep, it. They gotta keep those Disney subs going.
0: <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. What else we got in the news uh this week, my friend?
2: Uh I'm a big fan of Toxic Crusaders oh. and Toxic Avenger. And they're coming out with a new movie. Uh with uh I think it's Lionsgate. Uh Peter Dinklage. Who signed on for the t- t- the titular role of Toxie. Uh, I don't know if he's actually going to be playing the character or just doing the voice. I don't know if it's going to be a suit, prosthetics, or if it's going to be all CG for the 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 Toxic Avenger. Um, but they announced today that they signed on um, great actress. I saw her in uh, that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, but she is. Um, Going to be playing the love interest. Um, her name is Taylor Page. Um, she's been in a few other things. Uh, White Boy Rick. Uh, that was interesting movie uh, as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's going to be in there. They don't know if she's going to be playing Toxie's girlfriend from the original movie, which was blind. Or if it's going to be a different character altogether. Uh, I'm curious about this because it's like I can't imagine they're going to make a Toxic Crusader movie in the same vein. As the original. I can't say I've seen those. So they're like, they're raunchy RB movies. They're just like, okay. they're just filth for the sake of filth. And they're, they're just B movies. They know what they are. Yeah. So you know, but I can't like, I don't know if they're going to go after that market because it seems very niche. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see if they Hollywood it and they do a, I guess we'll find out if it's a PG-13 movie. I know which direction they're going, Ugh. so let's hope that they go R. I think with the success of you know, obviously Deadpool, and then uh, I think with the success of Mortal Kombat, that I think more studios are gonna hopefully go toward that R.
0: Yeah, make it more accepted. I mean, yeah, everything gets you know everything's kind of raunchier. Um, it's getting raunchier by the minute anyway, so you might as well just go with that R rating. Yeah. You know, sooner than later on C17, will be normalized. And, you know. then I can finally go see
2: showgirls <laughs> in the cinema the way that Peter Verhoeven <laughs>
0: meant it to meant be. Meant it to be, yes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it on C17, Flick. I don't think I really I have. No, I don't think I have either. I always see the rating like, they show them at, like, the AMC and, and Regal, and I'm just like. I have never even seen an advertised movie for NC-17. Yeah, it's usually the kiss of
2: death because usually an NC-17 movie,
0: the mainstream
2: movie theater chains won't screen them. Right. So, that's why I like, like a movie like Showgirls. Like, oh, it's NC-17 unless you cut this, 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 this. Okay, I'll do that to make it an R rating. Yeah. So.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But, uh, all right. Very good. Any, uh, any other toy news or anything like that? I know you like to close up with toy news occasionally.
2: Oh. Uh, just the uh there really wasn't too much going on this this week just the star wars stuff um yeah that was kind of about it there i was surprised because there's a bunch of lego star wars sets that they've released the name of but no images so i was really expecting uh for them to release some official images today with it being may 4th but they really didn't do anything there's been some leaked photos of the the ship from the Bad Batch, and it's supposed to come with all the little figurines of the uh, all five members of the Bad Batch, including Crosshair. But it looks like it's his uh, imperial, outfit. imperial outfit. Yeah, because okay. he changes into like a normal kind of stormtrooper, like almost like a shadow trooper, uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, so, kind of reinforcing that he's no longer with the crew and he's his
0: own thing now. So, okay, yeah. Very cool. Like, new Lego sets are always exciting. They're always exciting.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, uh, they've they released, like I said, the names. There's going to be uh, some sets based off The Mandalorian, which is cool, from season one and two. Um, no sequel trilogy stuff. I wonder if that stuff just doesn't sell. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. It Maybe could we were be. Onto something. It could be. I'm it curious. It could be that it just
0: wasn't good. <laughs> 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 People like to argue with me. Oh, Oh, it's so funny. Like certain demographic really doesn't like those new Star Wars movies. I'm like, Yep, yeah, want to get the fuck out of here with that kind of logic. And two, you know, they just weren't. It wasn't well, look, they weren't good at, stories. They
2: didn't even make any toys for Rise of Skywalker. They made like nothing.
0: No, I know they did it. I know. So like
2: today I went to uh, that 80s toy shop. Yeah. You know, Star Wars day. They had all the Star Wars stuff was 10 percent off. So I go in there and like prime example, like I'm looking all the prequel stuff. All The original trilogy stuff, it's at least five dollars marked up from retail, yeah. All right, figures are usually 20 bucks. Cheapest one you could usually find is like 25, but they're like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars. Some of these figures, yeah. Same thing with the Mandalorian figures, they're in that that price and demand. And then I look and they had like a Maz Kanata, a Rey with Dio, a General Leia Organa. They had Zori Bliss from Rise of Skywalker. They had Jana. Those were all like half off what you would pick like, them up at retail. Please take these. Yes. Yeah. They were ten dollars and then the guy's like, yeah, and then another ten percent off. <laughs> like, he can't give them away. <laughs>
0: They're not interesting. Well, they didn't yeah, they didn't do yeah. anything to make them interesting. No. We're gonna I mean sorry, all the just you know, Very it would have been
2: interesting if Maz explained how she got that fucking lightsaber. But that's a story for another time. That's yeah, a story for another time. What will... time are we going to get to that? Ad- another time.
0: <laughs> Still waiting. Still waiting. Never going to get that story. No, we're not. No, we are not. But all right, my friend. I think it's time we read some comic books. Sounds good. All right. I will uh, I will kick this off as usual and put our listeners to sleep. Uh, Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> With uh, I did go Mortal Kombat. I felt bad for trashing the Mortal. I felt slightly bad. Hey man, you're you're entitled to your opinion. You didn't like it. You didn't like it, man. All right, I was only being sarcastic. Well, good. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Movie fucking sucked. Uh, I d- <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, so I went and I was like, oh, I'm gonna find a Mortal Kombat book. It's been a little while since I've read one, and I found a run from 1995. Which so I thought was pretty cool. I got a. F-
2: do you remember the animated show they had back in the nineties? I, I, I love totally the, spaced on.
0: That. I loved the art style for that animated show. I loved it.
2: What was it? it? Looked like it was like done in the same vein as like Captain Planet. Yes, like that kind of art style. Yeah,
0: I did like it because it, it they used it for a lot of different stuff. I one of the. Uh, those, like, Tiger Electronics games, electronic games, they took the art from that. Did they? For, instead of the original, like, MK. Okay. They took the art from the animated show and, and incorporated it. Nice. There's one where you used to slide, like, the cards and stuff through and get, like, different points. It was pretty neat. Uh, Malibu Comics did this. I think they've done a lot of Mortal Kombat stuff, but uh, it's Mortal Kombat Kung Lao. Yes. Oh, what happened to him in the movie? Oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking waste of a character. Unbelievable. Look at this cover. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? Uh, I know you guys can't visualize it, but or can't see it, but it's Kung Lao looking in his martial arts pose. He's got, like, the white, like... Yeah, why does he got the Raiden eyes? Yeah, I know. It does look badass, though. It does look badass. It uh, it starts off with a close-up of Kung Lao's face. It's covered in blood. Uh, this book is called Rising Sun. I don't know if this is intended to be a one-off issue or... They wanted to do a series out of it, but this is the only one that they did. Uh, you know, the narration. His legacy is a failure, and now you may add to his, charge, um, to his charge the fall of those who would offer hope to this desolate land, to this place called Outworld. Call him Kung Lao. Throughout his lineage, father has passed on his son a sense of futility, as though it were some sacred heirloom. But Kung Lao's inadequate... But Kung Lao's inadequacies have now eclipsed even those of his forefathers. And it appears there will be no further descendants to bear his shame. This is Mortal Kombat Rising Sun. And uh, it pans back. And it's, it's some like. It's actually a very cool visual. It's a bunch of like crucifixes. Like giant wooden like crucifixes. Cool. When Kung Lao's. Chain like strapped to it with barbed wire Sub-Zero is also strapped to another one and Baraka is strapped to another one Hmm. and the narration for this is he was part of a movement to bring change to this impoverished land and there were others who shared his dream of revolution, the Lin Kuei warrior called Sub-Zero, the maniacal mutant named Baraka, their well-laid plan proved to be less than sufficient against the cunning and cruelty of the Emperor Shao Kahn, and there's a really cool visual of uh, Shao Kahn looking back and kind of see their their crucifix Yes, in the background. Um, they show a little march of a bunch of outworld soldiers. Uh there's this cool art style of reptile, Kintaro, Goro, Scorpion, uh, Melina, Kano, and then it looks like Kung is doing some kind of night wolf stuff. He's sitting by a fire, just kinda of maybe seen in the future. Is he trying to
2: get his animality
0: <laughs> God, I hope so. I wish he was. Um Whatever, he's done like meditating and Sub-Zero walks up to him and and, um, uh, whatever they're talking. Because Kung Lao calls him friend because I think there's some kind of alliance between, uh, at least that's the gist from it. There's an alliance between Kung Lao, Sub-Zero, and Baraka, which is very, very strange. Um, But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Sub-Zero shoots his ice off at him. At Kung Lao? At Kung Lao. That
2: two-faced no good, Nick. I
0: know. What a piece of shit. Let's see. Where's the verbiage? Uh, I think
2: he poops. Frozen, like, frozen turds. I can't feel good. No. Oh, that's be hard pushing crystals? out. That would be.
0: It probably feels good after it's out. But oh, I, pff, not on the way. <laughs> no, no. That can't be good. No, it can't.
1: <laughs> so but on the
2: plus side, he never has to drink a hot beverage or a warm beverage. That is true. So he's always chilled. But he probably can never have coffee unless it's iced coffee.
0: Iced coffee. He's probably really good in that. That's probably yeah. his M.O. <laughs> but, yeah, he shoots his ice at Kung Lao and then kicks him in the face. Wow, what a prick. <laughs> uh, you know, let's see. Do not believe that Sub-Zero is a traitor to your cause. In truth, Katana's grand schemes were nothing but the petty dealings of a spoiled child. And uh, Sub-Zero's kicking the shit out of him. He gives him a classic Mortal Kombat uppercut. then he shoots some more ice at him. And then Kung Lao does some, some witchcraft. Hullabaloo and uppercuts him back, you know, it's literally just like What's Brock think about on. all this? Oh, he jump he the, speak of the devil. He jumps out of nowhere and takes his blades and he's going after Kung Lao. What? Yeah, like double all, turn. They're all turning at him. Shh. It's like they're trying to kill him before that shitty movie came out.
2: They probably are just really jealous of his hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kung Lao's like Brock I don't understand I thought you were fighting with us he goes I am fighting with you right now <laughs> oh that clever <laughs> devil what verbiage Brock uh Kung Lao kicks Brock in the face and uh all of a sudden Princess Katana shows up um oh but wait it's not Princess Katana it's Shang Tsung because Kung Lao figured it out and he punched her in the face. I and bet
2: then... Shang Tsung has, has a lot of fun nights where he just transforms.
0: Is he like the cop from South Park when he dressed up like a hooker? Yeah. He did the. He... I got
1: gotcha. you! <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you don't have to fuck him before you arrest him.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of fun nights
0: shape shifting into katana. <laughs> Good for him. I can see my boobs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he switches back and whatever. It's his cool visual. It's the MK two style of uh, Shang Song. He goes, "Well done, warrior. Well done." But I would would have expected no less from one of the Order of Light. Let all the the false pretenses be dropped and the disguises cast away. Gaze upon me and all my renewed vigor and youth. Gaze upon the visage of Shang Song. So, um, whatever they get into a, a, a pretty it's a pretty cool fight. It's a pretty cool fight. Actually, Shang Tsung eventually transforms into Kung Lao. And they go back and forth. And Ours, then.
2: Are his color schemes slightly different?
0: Actually, no, they didn't. didn't, didn't oh, really how are you it. supposed to know? I, bullshit. Should have had yellow pants. Stupid. Missed opportunity. It is. But it gets even better. Because Shang Tsung then transforms into the great Kung Lao, his ancestor, who. Shang Tsung owns his soul from the very first MK tournament where. Outworld started to invade uh, Earthrealm, and they get into a fight, and uh, it's it's pretty neat. It's a it's a big test, and uh, Kung Lao actually ends up kicking the crap out of him, which is pretty cool. But uh, a lot of fun dialogue back and forth. Obviously, Shang Tsung just channeling the original Kung Lao, and I think it's a good story for the the growth of Kung Lao. I think in 1995, he was a character with a cool hat, not a whole lot of depth to him. Yeah. Um, and this kind of gives him a little bit of purpose, a little bit of character development, I think. I think it's a fun book. And again, I love this art style very, very much, but uh, it's a cool little one-off story. You know, I don't know if they try to do a uh, series out of it, but it was pretty neat in my, my estimation. Yeah,
2: I feel like Kung Lao kind of got lost in the shuffle with all the new characters they re- introduced in MK2. He was one of the ones that was just kind of like, eh, kind of felt like a Liu Kang Doppelganger. like ripoff yeah.
0: right right i mean he had some interesting attacks and stuff but um yeah i mean largely he was just it he's kind of forgettable very forgettable yeah very forgettable so um uh, but yeah that was it so that was from 1995 it was a kung lao uh, mortal Kombat story just a one-off book and found it for free online if you want to go check it out and read it see the visuals really fun book i like mortal kombat's lore um that's why i hated the movie as much as i as i did and uh, if you want to hear that rant, you can hear me last week. But um, and I will What s- a rant it was! It, it was it was all right. You tried. It tasteful. You, it was tasteful. I tried to talk you down off that ledge. You tried. <laughs> you tried, and uh, I d- I was not falling for that shit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not at all. No, not at all. But all right. So I I in celebration of Star Wars Day, I went
2: with a Star Wars book. But this is an OG. Star Wars comic from the 70s, 1977. So this comic, a uh, couple reasons I wanted... To, is a reprint? This is a reprint. Okay, okay. Yeah. A uh, couple reasons I wanted to read this one is because last week I was talking about uh, Dirge, the character Dirge. He's coming up in the uh, currently running Star Wars Bounty Hunter comic series. Uh, and in that comic series, they've uh, brought back this character, uh, Valance, Um and this is his first appearance. Now Valence is basically like the Punisher in Star Wars. Okay. Um kind of looks like Frank Castle even has like a small skull on his on his breast piece of his armor. Uh he's a bounty hunter uh and this this comic is called The Hunter. Uh this is from October 1977. So this comic is from when the, the year Star Wars came out. So this is before Empire Strikes Back. This is before Return of the Jedi. This is OG. Uh, The other reason that I wanted to read this book is because um, it has the character Jackson in it. And they're currently making a figure of him, finally, after all these years in the 6-inch Black Series line. And he's basically just a giant humanoid green rabbit. Okay. And a lot of people say that he's just Bucky. Jackson, isn't he? Yep. J-A-X-X-O-N. Okay. Uh, And a lot of people are like, he's just Bucky O'Hare. And you can't not deny that when you see the two, they're they're, they're mirror like they're very similar. Uh, apparently, Bucky O'Hare was out before this character, but he wasn't in the mainstream. Okay, uh, he was uh, Bucky O'Hare started over in Europe, I believe. Um, but this character, they they oh. they just claim that it's a coincidence.
0: Jackson T. Tampraki. Yeah.
2: So, uh, so this is like I said from the seventies, and it starts off with uh, it's called the Hunter. Uh, introduction of this character, Valance, it says his name is Valance. He is the he and the band of galactic mercenaries who follow him are bounty hunters, yet no one here has a price on their head. And it starts with this nice opening sprawl uh, there, Valance and his cronies just guns a blazing, uh, blowing up this what appears to be a factory with all these scientific or factory workers and overalls. Um, It says, Valance pays for his raid himself. It is fitting he has come to destroy his own past. And Valance, uh, he he says, come on, guys, let's move it fast. Clean sweep, no survivors. Guns a and that's, uh, and it says, and that is unfortunate for all the others at this isolated outworld medical station. So it's a medical station. Hmm. Uh, we see this droid and he puts his hand up. No, don't shoot. Don't shoot. And he says, shut up, junk. And he just blows him away. Valence experiences regret. There is no time to enjoy the shooting. Junk. All his life, he's hated mechanicals. Servile, circuitory, competing with men. I think he doesn't like machines because they took his job. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> we find out that Valance he hates machines, he hates droids. Uh, it feels like they're just cogging up the uh, the, the galaxy. Uh, so yeah, we see we see Valance and his cronies. They're just going through this hospital, blowing shit up one uh, one room at a time uh, as they're they're blowing things up they kind of come into a room. This old man, he's uh, he's apparently from books previous in this run, uh, and he's in a medical bed, kind of delirious. Are you breaking my lightsaber scooter? Then the Don Juan Couture is ready, ready to fight again on Solo. What a team we were on. Uh, and that Wookiee, her friend, the lovely Amasia Jackson, the leapest is and Oh, of course, the boy. The boy and his droids. Oh. And then uh, one of Valance's men, he goes, Captain Valance, come quick. We're on to something big over here. Um, but the old warrior has tired his drifts into silence. So he's dead, this old man. And he said, uh, Valance, says, are you certain you heard what, what he said, Han Solo? Han Solo, that's a pretty big bounty. All right. Time to get back to the ship. We got a new job. Uh, so, yeah, we find out that this is a medical facility that Valance and his cronies, like they said earlier, they weren't hired for this job. He just wanted to destroy his medical facility, apparently to erase his own past. So we'll see where that leads. Uh, we, we see Valance and his men aborting their ship uh, onto the new hunt to try to track down, uh, you know, Han Solo, Jackson, Chewbacca. And he figures, what better way to start than... Jackson, you know, this green rabbit character stands out pretty good in a crowd. So he figures that's probably going to be the easiest way to start. Um, and then we see we see Jackson and Amazia, Am, Amazon Amaza, sorry. Uh, Amaza is a buxom uh, white haired woman in a nice red bikini. And uh, Jackson is this rabbit in a red spacesuit, green rabbit, mind you. Uh, we see the two of them conversing, and he, uh, Jackson, he, sure
1: you change
2: your mind, Mesa? No, thanks, Jack says Mesa. The the high life on these backwater worlds can get pretty low. I'll oversee the ships refueling. Don't get your ears burned. So we see Jackson kind of walking down, kinda almost staggering down this dark, dark uh, alleyway. Cute lady, even if she doesn't have fur. Good gambler, too, managed to run up our small stakes into enough to get my old freighter repaired. And and all of a sudden, oh, oh no, hey, wait, what, what's this? And it's an electro net. Comes down on him, and, oh, it's uh, Valance's men. They got him captured, and they're going to start interrogating him to find out where Han Solo is. Mm. So Jackson's hanging upside down. They got these mechanical things around his ears, and apparently when they touch him, it electrocutes him. And they're trying to find out where Han Solo is. And the boy, we don't know what boy, the boy, the boy and his droids. So all of a sudden, as uh, they're interrogating him, Blaster Fire, who's that? Oh, it's Amaza. And she says, I'm just a girl who changed her mind about how to spend the evening. Now, don't go for your guns. Or, I said don't, and she just blows them all away, shoots them all up. Uh, And then uh, she goes over to Jackson, and she goes, some fun, huh? Fuzzy like being back on Abdu- A- Aduba 3 with Han and the gang. And then, Bucky, uh, sorry, I almost called him Bucky. Jackson's, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Emezia, I was getting my ears wilted not to tell him that. If any of them are still kicking. And then one is. So, Amasia she just spilled the beans. She just let these hunch hunch henchmen know that Han Solo is on A- Aduba 3. And he's going to run away. They're trying to track him down, but nope. He gets to his ship. So they get to their ship, which is called the Rabbit's Foot. And it's kind of, uh, it, yeah, it kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon. Just the cockpit's like right in the middle and off the front Let instead of see. off to the side.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. So so they're getting in their ship, and they're so going Corelli- to this is planet. The, the Corellia, It's like the scientific the Corellia, term for Yeah, the for Corellia it. Starcraft. Yeah.
2: So they go to this village. And we introduced to this 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 character named uh, Jim, who called himself the Star Killer Kid. When he and his robot Effie threw in with uh, with Jackson and uh, Amasia to defend his pl- planet against uh, bandits, so they're uh, apparently knew each other before but he's literally just luke skywalker like he just looks like luke skywalker but he's not luke skywalker apparently uh and he's getting he's getting married to his uh his lady mary and they're expecting their first baby so you know jackson's like trying to get uh get him to help with this this uh meeting up with han and trying to make sure that han knows that valance and his cronies are coming for him so then uh we see uh We get a little backstory on Valance as he's trying to track the rabbit's foot and find Jackson and Han and all the the rest. And then uh, he says, uh, time to review the tape so no one is mistaken about what our goal is. Yet Valance's own mind drifts back to his last moments serving the Empire in an outworld skirmish. Moments when his career as a stormtrooper officer of the ruthless... Of ruthless promise was ended by a rebel serial torpedo. He survived the blast, but by a margin so narrow that the retreating Imperials left him to left him at uh, Talos Four Medical Station to die. Instead, to his own regret, he was saved at a price. The knowledge he could never again stand with pride in the Empire's ranks. So that's why he's he's a little uh, salty. Okay, and he says, "But that's the past. I've destroyed that now." So apparently, his uh, maybe that's what he was destroying at the medical facility—this documentation about his past. Now there is the boy, the boy and his droids. Bitterly, valence punches the tape into the player and waits to feel the hate. And we get a nice little page sprawl, kind of giving you a, like a little flashback at uh, a New Hope. Uh, is is that the actual Luke Skywalker? This is the actual Luke Skywalker.
1: Okay. That looks cool.
2: And it says, uh, The same hate he felt the first viewing the tape taken from a rebel spy slain by his men. It's an illegal dupe of an imperial transmission and details. The incredible escape of Senator and Princess Leia Organa from the Death Star. That one participant, Han Solo, and he had a price on his head. Interesting valence as did the hint that the Sith Lord Darth Vader was soundly tested by a strange, unknown old man. So kind of just, if you hadn't seen the movie, kind of giving you a flashback, but I'm sure in the 70s, everybody saw Star Wars at this point. But it was the boy, the boy who fired Valance's fury for his part was done with the cooperation indeed, of friendship of two droids. The tape images fade. So he's just mad at Luke because he hangs out with droids, it sounds like. <laughs>
0: the boy, the boy with the droids. So we see uh, Valance and his men—the like bad guy from the cantina that Obi Wan cut his heart off. Yeah, herb. I, yeah. It yeah. A Got bit... the
2: death sentence on yeah. six stations. <laughs> You'll be dead,
0: <laughs> the boy. Oh, I hate the boy. So we see
2: Valance and his men. Uh, they're on a spaceship. Uh, and they're tracking Jackson and Amasia, and they they find their ship. Uh, and uh, he's not sure if the boy—the boy—could be on that ship. So he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to completely destroy the ship, but he just wants to make it render it. Uh unflyable so it'll have to kind of take dock at the closest planet and then he can follow it down and then get the bodies you, you know empire pays more for for live bodies right. than the dead ones and if they're charred cuz he blew the, the the spaceship out of out of the sky he's not going to get any money so um uh, he does just that he kind of takes some pot shots at it and Jackson has to fly the rabbit's foot down to the surface of the nearest uh Planet, which happens to be Aduba three, so which he was just on uh, with uh, Jim, the Luke Skywalker wannabe. He's the Star Killer kid, they say. The Star Killer kid.
0: <laughs> it's cool to hear like the names like that, and you know that. Well, I know Star Killer was originally supposed to be yeah. Luke's name last yeah. name, but it is cool to, to hear and see themes um, that resonate strongly now. Back then in 1977, before. Any of this was blew ever up, used, yeah. 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 Imagined. So we see, uh, we see Valance's crew
2: kind of chasing off Amasia and, uh, and Jackson. And then we see Jim just kind of hiding in the tall grass. And this is where I guess it was an all elaborate ruse. Jackson knew that he was going to get pot shotted down to the planet. That's why he was talking to Jim earlier. He said, We're going to make a plan for these scallywags when they come to get us. So Jim, he fires off the gun right up in the air, which, uh, Valance's men are like, hey, what's that rumbling? Are there earthquakes here? No, there's no earthquakes here. Oh, giant Banthas. They're coming out, and it's a stampede. It's a herd, and they're just trompsling all of Valance's men. They're just getting pummeled by the feet of fury of the Banthas. No Tuscan Raiders atop these Banthas. They're no. they're,
0: wild. Oh, they're wild. They're banthas. wild Banthas. Those are the worst kind of Banthas.
2: So they are done they are just done and we see Valence. he 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 kind of got the, the worst of it but he's okay he's still kind of army crawling he's slithering like a snake on his belly trying to sneak up on Jackson and Amazon um Amazon she's just firing off shots at some of the surviving uh crew of Valance's uh men uh Valence himself he's sneaking up on the three of them Jim Amazon and Jackson and then he goes what you you're the boy, the boy who fought Han Solo's group here, but you're you're not the one in the Death Star transmissions tape. And then Jim's like, I, man, I don't even know what you're talking. Who Who is this guy? What? I don't know what you're talking about. After the wrong boy, between my obsession and the crew's greed, we did this all for nothing. And then Valance, he drops his blaster, and he starts laughing hysterically in insanity. And then out of nowhere, like, he just shoots these energy beams from his hand. Like, he stops laughing. He just shoots the energy beam, takes Jackson and Amazon off their feet, and then uh, yeah, he just runs away. <laughs> he just runs to his ship and he blasts I mean, away.
0: Early Dark Side
2: themes like Force Lightning. No, it's bit? like it's definitely an energy beam. It's not like it's not but like it's, lightning. It's straight from his hand. Yeah, though, right? just straight from his hand. It's probably like an early basis, maybe for early so, concepts. Oh, we'll, we will
0: get to this. Oh, okay. just you
2: wait. <laughs> And he blasts away toward the stars. And then Jim, I'm not sure what happened, but it it seems uh, to be over, I guess. He just ran away. And Jackson, yeah, kid, I guess. And Amazon, she's like, for us, for Han's friends with the droids, I wonder what's going to happen to them. And then we see Valance sitting in the cockpit alone of his craft, and it says, while in the fleeting craft's cockpit, Valance crawls claws compulsively at his face. I underestimated them, and the boy should never have had to use my arm that way, but I did it swiftly. My secret should still stay safe. should be safe, I think, I think. And for a terrible secret, it had to be for a robot hater. He's a roboist. Hates his robots. Living with the fact that Talos Four Medical Station, the very station he was destroying at the beginning of this very comic, Half his body was replaced by cybernetic parts. Terrible for being a cyborg only makes Vance more determined that the hunt shall go on. Hey,
1: you're and, a phony.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's basically just a Terminator. Terminator, space Terminator. Yeah, space Terminator, which this predates Terminator. so That's technically true. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. And then the next issue, The Empire Strikes. Not back, just it strikes. It just strikes. It just strikes eventually. The back, uh, yeah, the back comes later. So, yeah, I I picked this up as a reprint. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, This was, uh, the the other thing that I really liked about this is I had this comic as a kid growing up. Oh, you did? I did. There used to be a comic books shop and toy shop, uh, actually right around the corner from where we're currently recording. And as a kid, I would go there, and it was super cool because the guy had vintage Star Wars toys. And what he would do is he'd put a comic book in the sleeve. Yeah. Put a figure in there and they were like 3 bucks for a figure and an OG Star Wars. I mean, this is like early to mid 90s. So this is when like the toy, this That's is before pretty, toy the market toy blew up. Boomed, right? Yeah. Right, right. This is like right before it blew up. Um and yeah, and like they used to just be the old Marvel Star Wars comics and I remember having this one as a kid. And I was intrigued by the the Green Rabbit, because I knew Bucky O'Hare at that point. I'm like, why is Bucky O'Hare in Star Wars? <laughs> oh, it's not Bucky O'Hare. But it's kind of cool, because like, this Valance character, they just brought back into canon with the Bounty Hunter yeah. uh, series. I started reading it, but I, I couldn't get into it. Um, I might give it another try, because it had a lot of cool characters like Bosk and Dengar and Zuckus and Forlom and the IG droids. Um, and now that they're bringing Dirge back into it, I'm, I might find my way back to it, and obviously Boba Fett's in it. So, um, And Jackson, they've kind of brought back into the fold as well with the Star Wars. He's been in the Star Wars adventure comics, which are more geared toward kids, but the artwork in them is really cool. So, Okay. Yeah. That so it's OG I'm like,
0: Star Wars I'm mad for Star from, Wars day. I'm a little mad at myself for not even thinking to do a Star Wars book. I usually like – that's like – I leave that usually for Micah because I know that's Micah's, like, fail-safe yeah. book. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't. I didn't, couldn't think of anything, so I got Star
2: Wars.
1: Yeah, like I, but I, I, we should. Yeah, I, we
2: all have our fail safes. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm no, I into, loved it. Big into Star Wars. Big into I turtles. I think
0: it's very fitting for uh, what we obviously the theme for today.
2: Yeah, I mean so. this this the artwork too just screams '70s goodness. It does. Yeah,
0: it, good it, stuff. It, it definitely does. I do. It. I, I can appreciate the art style from back then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Excuse me. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, oh. Excuse me, I apologize. You need more oxygen. I I think so. It's that's what the yawning is. You gotta need more oxygen, is what it's you need. Long, I think it's that this natty daddy that put me to sleep. I think that's what it,
2: I can't do beer for like podcasts. I, it makes me it makes me sleepy. Beer oh, makes
0: geez. me sleepy. I want to start doing shots again. Yeah,
2: just do liquor, do the hard it's stuff. Kraken,
0: it's sitting right there. Kraken,
2: you know, you mix that Kraken with uh, diet Dr Pepper
0: and a pinch of lime.
2: Is it good? Chef's kiss. It's I never knew what to mix with that. Yeah, diet Dr Pepper. Or Dr Pepper if you want your extra sugar, and no aspartame. Or and then you got to have that pinch of lime. It's delicious. It's delicious. Now I know. I think I I got drunk on that the night before my wedding. Did you? I did. The Kraken was a staple in my life for for a good two three year period. I can't do the darks. Twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight bucks. Yeah, it's a deal. I know it's a deal. I respect it. I respect it. The dark spiced (laughs) rum.
0: Delicious. But uh, all right, everybody, that is a wrap on this week's episode of uh, the panel discussion. We thank you so much, as always, we had another significant month of uh, listenership, viewership. And uh, we appreciate it very, very much. Uh, yeah, keep coming back. We keep giving you our uh, our takes on the world of pop culture and keep reading the comic books. We do enjoy getting to hit this aspect. Hit, we'll hit on pop culture every single week. I do a lot of sports shows, so it's refreshing for me. Um, but yes, your support is very, very much appreciated. Make sure if, uh, you, you, if you're following us, if you're subscribed to us on Apple podcasts or any of these pages, uh, or any of these podcast sites that you can rate and and give a review, go ahead, give us a rate and a review. It's always nice to hear, uh, good things that we do. So, uh, but that is it, everybody on behalf of Will and I till next time. Now this is podcasting.
2: Whoa.
1: Wow.
0: Come on, get in here. We gotta call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. Alright guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown got to drive 75 yards all right we can do this thing i believe in each and every one of you but real quick did you guys know that the two point conversation podcast runs five days a week monday through friday with various co-hosts and different themes every day and then you can listen to them on bicbp-radio.com apple Podcasts, or spotify so what's the play just all right Come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody. All right? Come on. On three. Ready. Set. Mother.
1: Delay of game. Offense.